Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good evening and welcome back to another episode of the Signal 50 podcast for January 15th, 2023. I'm here on a Sunday night with my best friend, Bravo. Bravo, how are you this evening? Alpha, it is a fantastic day right here in front of Martin Luther King's birthday, a big civil rights leader, and the red button is confirmed. Nice. Thanks for the red button. And all those who are just joining us for the first time, we're two lifelong friends who love to talk about current events and the hashtag hard truth about those current events. And we talk about the red button because I'm engineering myself and I've forgotten it too many times and too many take twos, but we're on take one. So I'm happy. Yeah. Take one, take one. So, <laughs> yeah. So for anybody that's been listening to us for a while, you know, we've been doing this. We're on our 112th show. Wow. And uh, we, we used to put out content two, maybe three times a week in the very beginning. Um, we'd love to be able to continue that, but both of us have got jobs that are just keeping us hopping. I'm packing for a for a a, a road show here myself, so it's going to be uh, a little a little spotty going forward here for the next uh, next well, week. So you know, the important thing is that you and I, being lifelong friends since we were kids, talking like middle school, eleven, twelve years oh, yeah. old, and. Uh, we uh, love to talk about those current events, but we want we we talked about it amongst ourselves, and we now share it with you. And we've gotten a lot of feedback. People listen to the show; they're enjoying it, and that's all we. That's what we're happy to do. Because, God forbid, they talk about the things that you and I talk about, and that's why we're here. <laughs> anyway, well, case, yeah. Anyway, we're going to take off with the show here. Uh, we we like to start off the episode with what's called our quick hits. Mm. Uh, lots to talk about, and 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 we go over some of the stories that you should be paying attention to. Maybe you you've forgotten a little bit about, or have a little faded a little bit from mainstream. But uh, sometimes we we hit it. We're we're over the target on it. So that's right, because God forbid the mainstream lamestream media ever talk about anything that's pertinent to our lives. But anyway, let's talk about what's really pertinent right now, and that's sure. Joe Biden. And, and hold on a second. Oh yes, problem. let's take this a little slow because. Uh-huh. There's a, there's a lot, there's a lot of meat here. Oh yes. Yes. So Joe Biden, buddy, old pal, Joe Biden, uncle Joe, clueless Joe, lunch bucket, Joe, senile Joe. (laughs) He is senile. I think, well, him and where, where we're going with this is, uh, they've happened to, um, find more, uh, classified documents in other places. We're on what place number two, I think. The garage with the three. Corvette. I, I think oh, three. three. They they found it at the Penn Biden Center. Yeah. I think they found some in his garage in some cardboard boxes next to his Corvette secured. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think they found some in the house too. Really? So they've opened Pandora's box. Oh yeah. I think we can thank the the fact that the House of Representatives went Republican the way it did, and now we have investigations that they couldn't squelch. Uh, but I, I, who knows why they're doing it, but they're doing it. But right now, like I said, there's more documents being discovered, and I'm sure there's going to be more before this is all over. And uh, what's worse is these documents are classified, or even the highest level of class. Well, I think the highest level is Q, which is nuclear, but it's high up there. And I'm not. I don't have. I don't have no idea about top secret. All I know is it's not for me to be looking at because it's not my business. Okay, right. so let's 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 cut through it. A lot of people are speculating, and a lot of people are spending time speculating, like you know, Corona Cordius or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> you know, the, everybody's jumping to uh, everybody's jumping to conclusions on this and saying this. It was this. It was that. Okay, first of all, he had a bunch of documents, and they were class marked classified. All right, top secret. We, Whatever. Closed corridor, you know, closed uh, or uh, cl- uh, compartment compartmentalized documents. They're all yeah. speculating. We don't know. I'm not seeing them. Right? Nobody, nobody knows what they are. Right. Nobody knows what they were about. Nobody knows if they were previously unclassified. My guess is probably no. So we'll take it. We'll, we'll go slow on it. Okay. On on what it is, but needless to say, he had some information that he had no right to have. Right. 
Now, here's the interesting thing. There's a clear distinction and 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 also a dichotomy if you really want to go go there between President Trump and Biden. So let's let me just bring this out here real quick. We all know that President Trump was the president of the United States, and um, they're trying to throw the book at President Trump. They want they want him arrested. They want him charged. They want him in jail. Well, all with the underlying reason. You, I, we all know it. They don't want him running in 2024. Okay. And the narrative that's been gaslighting all over the place is that that this technicality that President Trump should never have these documents. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Alpha. He's the president of the United States. All he's got to do is wave his magic wand, and it's now no longer classified. Correct? 100% correct, to Thank the best you. of my knowledge. And I've done a lot of studying on the topic. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So let's just... Uh, let's. Uh, Let's take a look at uh, what Biden's doing. He's calling this a big misunderstanding. Hey, whoa, this is a big misunderstanding, everyone. It's okay. You know, I was vice you're, president. Oh, you're, you're, you're damn right it's a big misunderstanding. <laughs> you misunderstood and, the fact that you weren't allowed to take those. Right. And not Oops. only that, it was locked in the garage with his Corvette. Now, remember, Hunter had access to this garage, everyone. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Who knows? And there was not well, a skiff, right? These documents need to be looked at in a skiff of some sort, or is that special compartmentalized information facility, an SCIF? Okay. Thank you. Those documents were not supposed to leave a skiff, mm. right? How'd they get out of the skiff then? Well, somebody carried them. Now, look, for them even to come out and and his lawyers came forward and all this other business. This is just me speculating here. Mm-hmm. The reason why he had lawyers go clean this stuff out was, you know, attorney-client privilege. Ah. Okay. Uh, right? <laughs> Think uh, about that one for a minute. That, yeah. I didn't think of that. That's a good one. That, that. Yeah, well, they're not stupid, and that's exactly why they do what they do. All right, that's number one. It was mm-hmm. attorney-client privilege, so, you know, this attorney could see it and doesn't have to say anything to anybody. It could be could be 10 documents, it could be 100 documents, it could be 10,000 documents. Mm. God only knows what he took and what was found. You know, there's a delta. What if there's a delta between what they took and what they found? I don't like know. That's Missing stuff? <laughs> you know, uh. you can photocopy that stuff just real easy, you know. That's right. So and, we don't know where it went. And because it wasn't in the skiff and it was in the garage and Hunter had access, so did all of Hunter's buddies, including the Chinese and whoever else wanted to wander in there if they could, you know, and look in the doc- in the boxes while they're looking well, at this gorgeous Corvette. Well, who's to say uh, that they didn't just store the originals there and there's all sorts of copies floating around for the, for sale to the highest bidder? Ay, and we don't know nobody, what these documents nobody are. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows, and they don't want us to know, but we're going to find out because yes. not only did they rush to, to assign a special counsel, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Special counsel. Run, run, run. Hurry up. Let's get a special counsel because we're doing something. The person that they assigned to that by the name of Her, Herb, I think it's Herb. It should be Herb, not Her, but Herb. Herb is a big fan of the Democrats and was also a lawyer for Perkins Coie, and we all have heard, remember the names. Are Thanks. you sure about that? Because I heard that the special prosecutor that Garland assigned clerk for Rehnquist. That uh, too. No, no, that's not what I heard. I heard he's a her or Herb is the one that they assigned. Huh. Well, we'll keep an eye on keep that. Keep an one. eye on we'll it. And I've heard that name come up before, but again, we'll check on that for you. I heard it was a person that, that was a big fan of uh, Obama's donated to their campaign and, you know, any friend of Merrick Garland's has got to be a, not a friend of President Trump's. So well, we're going to take it. We're going to take a deeper dive into that. We're going to see sure. how this develops. But yep. look, uh, this is big trouble. Oh, boy. Look, so I, 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 I'm not I'm not sitting here dancing on Biden's grave. All right. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's big trouble because. Firstly, we have to be concerned about what the information was. Mm hmm. And we have to be concerned if it was disseminated. I'm not saying it was. Don't know. How about this? How about this real quick before we move on? We may, uh, we got out the crystal ball last month or last show, excuse me. Yeah. And 
we discussed how this could be the beginning of the end for to get rid of him because he's a liability now. Yeah. Is this a setup to get rid of him and just put him out on the 25th Amendment to get him out of the way so they don't go to impeachment? I think they're going to impeach him anyways. Yeah, they're going to go after him. They're, well, the House is going to impeach him. Right. Uh, it'll be real interesting to see what Democrats go uh, follow him up. Right. So, so moving on. Uh, well, just can you say President Gavin Newsom? <laughs> oh, God. Your, your prediction is probably... I wasn't kidding. I know, I know, I know, I know. Sometimes I'm right. I'm still giving it the BS buzzer because I don't want him. No. I don't want Nobody (laughs) wants him either. No. No, no. Anyway, let's Ah, go on to another. Shifty Schiff. Shifty Schiff. Here we go. He's the real colluder. Let me tell you, the real colluder is Shifty Schiff. (laughs) And the latest Twitter bomb that came out is that he had Twitter on speed dial to ensure that all of the, uh, you know, he wanted to manipulate that town square, right? Because Twitter is the new town square. Back in the old days, you st- you stood on a soapbox and you gave whatever lecture you're going to give and people grouted around and listened. But nowadays we have computers. Well, he wanted to exclude all the different point of view because he wanted to make President Trump the boogeyman and, and make it so that he didn't make that perfect phone call, which we all know he did. Now, how many more people need to wake up and smell the coffee. Um, Are we there yet, Alpha? Are we there yet, do you think? Well, this guy, um, what I found amusing about him this week was he got up in front of Congress and he started whining and crying about being thrown (laughs) off of committees. And you've got Kevin McCarthy. Exactly. (laughs) You've got Kevin McCarthy who gets up there and he's like, yeah, there's been some talk about undoing that impeachment because everybody knows that Schiff was lying. Yep. You know, and he, there, the, you know, McCarthy's up there. He's not even pulling any punches anymore. He's just like, yeah, this no. guy was a liar. Everybody knows this was made up, and yeah. we're going to go back and we're going to take a look at that. Yeah. So, I, I think that these people are in full blown panic mode. Did you see what he said about Swalwell? Uh, I did. It was a great. Oh, we're going to talk oh. about this later too. Uh, there was a oh. great press conference. I think everyone should talk. Uh, should watch. That's it's in the I'm show notes, about. by the way. It's in the show notes, everyone. And these stories that we're talking about here in the quick hits are also in the show notes because here on the Signal Fifty podcast we talk about that hard truth, and we also bring the receipts because. Oh God, we're evidence based. Can I tell you? Oh yeah. Well, I, I got news for you. That was brutal. That was just. Well, so brutal. That's a great transition because it goes right into our next quick hit here, which is that Speaker McCarthy is coming out swinging. And let me tell you something. I don't think he's got a choice. Well, you know what? We're going to talk about this in in one of the blocks because I think it's important that we analyze why. But he's doing it, and I'm happy. But what what is he doing? He's uh, setting the tone or the expectations for the country, and I'm shocked. I really am. He's setting the tone with the press, too. Look, I'm not messing around anymore. All right? And you're not going to have Fancy Nancy coming out here with her ice cream saying, uh, you will listen to what I have to say because I'm just saying it because I'm the old granny and everyone loves me. No, we don't. Mm -mm. Not even a little bit. Not only that, but Speaker McCarthy throws off Swalwell, Omar, Schiff, all off their committees. Oh. Ah. Gone, you know, more no more clearances for them, and and they are like going through withdrawal because they have nothing to leak, <sighs> nothing, nothing. There's nothing for them to leak, and and uh, it, when we, when we put the show together, folks, we do it on a program called One Note, mm-hmm. and Bravo will put in his inputs, and I'll put in mine, and I'll see something, and I'll stick a comment in. What really sticks out in my mind, and I, and I stuck this comment in here was, and I was referring to it earlier. Mm-hmm. McCarthy gets to talking about Swalwell in that press conference. <laughs> He's like, he had an affair with a Chinese spy. Mm-hmm. He's like, he has no business being on the Intel committee. He couldn't get a clearance in the commercial world. I, I saw that. I was like, wow. <laughs> wow is right. And not only the reporter was stunned. This reporter didn't know what to say. There's no critical thinking amongst the reporters oh right God. now, and I got to no, tell they're you, they're just walking around, just drooling. That's they're, right. They're like, they're like punch drunk. Yep. Oh, that's beautiful. It was, and it also set forth that the church committee is starting, 
and it's oh, yeah. headed by Representative Jim Jordan. Look out, everyone. I'm telling you, you haven't seen anything yet. Holy cow, I'm excited about this. Let me tell you. Not, and the rules of the current session is set, and the advantage, Republicans. Holy cow. Well, Jim Jordan's been a lot of years being just absolutely frustrated with the entire system mm-hmm. because, you know, he's been on the leading edge of a lot of the controversy and trying to get to the bottom of it. And he's been the on the receiving end of the Democrats' stonewall and, and obfuscation for, what, seven years now? Mm-hmm. So that man has had it. Right. Okay. And now he's got a chance to put the wood to somebody, and I think he's going to do it. Right. So I think you have to pinch me there, Alpha, because I can't believe it. I'm shocked. I'll I'm in shock. When, I, when something happens, I'll pinch you. All right. So nothing's happened yet. Well, you know what? It all sounds good, but like we, we always want the uh, the evidence to go with it. But anyway, so here's a story from the Post Millennial. This is also available in the show notes as a link for you all. Dallas Democrat legislators have tripled down on stupidity because they all attend a drag queen grooming event where they have kids coming to what they consider a safe for children event, which I think is ridiculous. There's no such thing as that. They don't need to be sex sexified at this age. Oh, and by the way, Alpha, this is something that else is interesting. Armed Antifa groups, and I don't mind their, you know, everyone has the right to carry arms, but these Antifa thugs were standing there on guard, and anyone that came to demonstrate this were intimidated out of there, which is... Not the way it's supposed to work here in America, is it? That's yeah, a real sketchy way to to do business, and uh, and that's a real that's a real dangerous uh, dangerous move. And and I want to I want to bring this up also because I think it I think it has to be said that does this sound familiar back to two thousand eight when outside a polling place in Philadelphia they had Black Panther thugs standing outside with. Uh, batons ready to beat people you know i I just there's there's something going on here it doesn't sound right but here's what i do know and the the data points are clear here the dems are continuing to groom children grooming equals pedophilia and the dems are communist totalitarian dictators that's what i take away from this article please read it in the show notes below well i i I tend to agree. Now we'll move on to your favorite topic, Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, ding, ding, ding. Well, let me tell you, the case is uh, being expedited to the Supreme Court to be thrown out. I mean, oh, it's going to the Supreme Court. Uh, All the arguments are due for uh, Tuesday because, remember, Monday is Martin Luther King's birthday, and she's still alive. Chances are dwindling. I get it. Um, However, in the meantime, Katie Hobbs is looking – uh, to get Arizona taxpayers to start paying for abortions, which is making many Arizonians extremely upset. And uh, Hobbs is just pulling out the old uh, totalitarian dictator playbook, and she's going ahead to start funding all this garbage. And I, I think everyone has to find Carrie Lake's Twitter thread because she said this in a, in a tweet. I, had, I, I did uh, retweet it. I Alpha, I don't know if you saw it or not. But uh, elections have consequences. Poor election integrity has dis- uh, disastrous consequences. So yes. Anyway, so I think I think what we're we're seeing is we're calling the BS on those Democrats, and Carrie Lake's the leader of the BS callers. I think, in my opinion, what do you think? Well, I think she's done a really good job of calling it out, but she's mm-hmm. done a really bad job of winning, right? right. And uh, whether we like it or not, she didn't win. Right. Um, I get it. And, and whatever it happens, make any difference. whatever happens, happens, but it's harder and harder as time goes on to yank Hobbs out of that office. Correct. And it's the same thing going on in Brazil right now. You got Ugh. Lula who, and everyone's done, no one's showing this on the news at all. And just to kind of parallel that election was stolen also. They're not going to release the code or the, the machines to be inspected. I think they erased them already, I'm sure. Oh, and I think you're going to have a civil war down there, but don't quote me on that one. But I think it's getting bad where the military is actually backing the people 
and the federal police are starting to round up people and put them in gulags and people are dying because they're stuck in, you know, and kids are there too in gulags. So this is going to get messy on, on my opinion, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I'm not real, uh, not real optimistic that anything's going to change in Arizona and Brazil is, um, that's a disaster. Right. So one more thing before we move on to the blocks and our deeper dives into certain topics that are kind of, we would talk about amongst ourselves last week, myself and alpha decided to get out our crystal ball, dust it off a little bit. And no, and I have to, we have to put out a correction because alpha, you sent this to me. Uh, we were beaten to the punch when it, and, and specifically an episode of the Simpsons that aired November 21st, 2010, here, I don't know if anyone saw this, but this will this will get the Simpsons everyone. will tell you everything you need to know. That's right. Stand by. I'd like to call to order this secret conclave of America's media empires. We're here to come up with the next phony baloney crisis to put Americans back where they belong in dark rooms glued to their televisions, too terrified to skip the commercials. Well, I think NBC, you are here to listen and not speak. I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health scare. Yeah. A new disease. No one's immune. It's like the summer of the shark, except instead of a shark, it's an epidemic. And instead of summer, it's all the time. That is smoking. Now, I hate to be the guy who derails what everybody else loves. He loves being that guy. But, Janice, we do have standards. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. We do have something we've been holding on to, but it hasn't been tested. Get over here, NBC. Uh, well, we certainly believe in testing, but I... Oh, oh. Wow. Wow. Oh, 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 yeah. So, we've got our deadly disease. We have to burn everything the cat touched before the virus makes us paranoid. Homer! Stop burning! They have a vaccine! All right, we'll get the vaccine. Don't worry, people. We have enough vaccines for... Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow. I think that says everything. So we got scooped by by the Simpsons. Dope! Yes, we did. I love that show. I actually, uh, they have them on. They have them on Disney Plus now because they took over the Simpsons. I'm going to go back and try and find that show and watch it. Because oh it's right on Target. Stay on Target. Funny. All right, so we're moving on to Block A of the program. Block uh, A, here we come. We're going to talk about what the uh, Republican Congress is up to. Mm. So, what so, have they done in their first five days? Well, Tell us what we've won, Johnny. Well, we have a Republican Congress and a and a uh, uh, supposedly a Democrat Senate, but I would say the, the Republicans that are there are mostly rhinos uh, led by McConnell. But anyway, so what we have here is uh, the actions speak louder than words theory. And I think that you, Alpha, and myself have believed in this in this model for as long as we could, we could have spoken and we got ideas and social studies because we were always kind of putting it out there. Well, what do the actions say and what can we take away from it? So in the first five days, this is what the, this is what the Republican-led Congress by Speaker uh, McCarthy has done. Number one, defunded the 87,000 IRS agents. And I think they can take the money away and they're done. Is that right, Alpha? Done. No more. Uh, still waiting for those agents to give me back my refund, but that's another story. Yeah, hold your breath. I know. Uh, they're setting priorities or expectations, as I like to say, uh, where there's no automatic debt ceiling increases. And by the way, Yellen just came out yesterday, or excuse me, Friday, near the end of the, the news cycle, of course, or the weekend, and came out with her hair on fire because the debt ceiling needs to be raised Toot sweet, and I can't wait to see the whole stand, the whole gridlock happen, because they're not raising the debt ceiling. Now they may raise it with a deal that there's no increased spending, 
I don't know how that's going to work, but right now uh, McCarthy's got the the momentum on his side. Shifty Schiff is a liar. Oh yeah, and terrible. he called him that on on national TV. Uh, there is a uh, like I said a link for the entire YouTube video uh, that shows his first uh, twenty minute press conference in the rotunda of the House of Representatives. Great, great shot. But he went there and he explained why. There's bilateral committee already formed, and, and Hakeem John, um, Jackson, yeah, Jeffries, Jeffries, thank you, Hakeem Jeffries, and and they're doing it the right way, but they're going to be looking at they're making a committee to look at the China exploitation of U, the United States, and in this committee they're going to have real opposition, you know, where the Democrats can choose who they want on their committees, right? That the that the, the speaker will put them on there. And the Republicans are doing it right in that aspect. Uh, justice, according to this this news conference, uh, Mac- uh, McCarthy said that justice needs to be applied equally. There's no one way for Dems and the other way for Republicans, specifically President Trump. That's right. Now, as this Congress moves forward, uh, the famous <laughs> wait-and-see moniker yep. gets applied. However... Um, I'm liking what I'm seeing thus far. Well, I, I like what I see. Um, now the trick is to stick with the program mm-hmm. and to keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like th- that's going on, and I would apply that um, to what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to put people in such a position where they out themselves as being compromise to the rest of the American public, you know, to the rest of the people, right? Mm-hmm. You just put them on the spot like this bipartisan commission to look into China. It's a very interesting thing. Anybody that goes against the United States that's on that committee is going to get cited and spotted really quick. Mm. They're on the spot. Do you think that they're going to act in the best interest of the United States or China? Now that the, the what what's the best disinfection? Air and light, right? Air and light, yep. There you go. So McCarthy's making them own it. Mm. Everything that they've been doing behind closed doors is now out in the open. And he said that in his press conference. He did say that the House will go back to the people. So kudos to the 20 congressmen and women who stood up and said, we will no longer just baptize or, or sanctify or bless the person that's going to do everything behind closed door, closed doors because McCarthy wants to do it out in the open. Uh, whether he saw the light, whether he had a had a, an epiphany where he said this is the way it's got to be, or he just wanted it so badly he would do whatever he needed to do to get that speakership. I again am enjoying what I'm seeing. I will it last. Will it go forward? Hey, you know what? If he wants to keep his job, there's accountability yep. in place also. So I Oh, they, they put the poison pill right in the middle of that deal, didn't they? They did. So the Patriots did that. The the Freedom Caucus did that. So for everyone out there who said there wasn't a red wave because we didn't get two hundred and sixty or whatever the press said that we needed to get, I would disagree with you. Looking at it now, and I was a little skeptical, but uh, it wasn't a red puddle or a pink splash, as the opposition to the Rules Committee uh, Democrats said uh, in the middle of the deliberations when they were voting on the rules of the House and how things are going to work. I think right now we're in okay shape. I want to see more action. Action, action, we want action. ACT, ION. That's what I want. Well, it'll be very interesting to watch the investigations in the House. You know, you mm-hmm. got Jim Jordan is starting up a committee, um, mm-hmm. you know, the church committee, church style committee. And then you've got, um, oh, there's a number of different things that are going to be going on. And I would think that the next thing up on the deck is an impeachment proceeding. Mm-hmm. The border, uh, I think that this, um, my Arcus is up for that, the justice the the judicial committee is going to have their hands full with with uh the the department of justice yeah 
And it's going to be, again, it's not going to happen overnight. I understand that. But from the actions I'm seeing right now and the whining that's happening from the Democrats, they are panicking because the light is coming out in their direction and they're trying to scurry away from it. Yeah, they're they're going to have a tough time getting away from this one. Uh, It'll be very, very interesting. Like you said, it's not going to move quickly, but I think it's going to move. You're going to, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting couple of years. It's going to be a really interesting couple of years. So we're going to have to see how it goes. Um, I hope Kevin McCarthy uh, is able to keep everybody together. And this was a great way for the Freedom Caucus to push everybody in the same room at the same time and make them, it's like a big pair of get-along pants. Yeah. So, we'll so here's here's something else I think that you may see is some of the Democrats may actually break off and become part of the the popular gang, you know, because the the, the, the Republicans are the ones that are in charge because the debt ceiling is coming up and Yellen's screaming that we need to raise it, and the concern from the press again, lamestream media was saying that they may lose some of the Republicans to go over to the Democrat side to pass it. But the Democrats, if they are completely opposed to what's going on, may actually find themselves voted out of office because of the concerns that we're seeing with, you know, that people are waking up to this. So I don't know. We'll have to see. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. Well, you know what? You know, the best way to get somebody's attention to make them pay to pay attention to the nation's finances is next time you go into the store, look at a price of a dozen eggs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the, cheapest, the cheapest protein in the grocery store just was became more expensive than sirloin steak. How about that? That's crazy. But we'll see. Moving on, let's go on to Block B here. So now we're into the... Joe Biden gets it gets hit with a boomerang. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he's the first one to jump up there and say that Trump acted irresponsibly and that he couldn't have done what he did with the documents. But meanwhile, all of a sudden, he thinks he's going to get diplomatic immunity from his lawyers and and privilege when they start collecting these documents because they're they're handing them over to the archive people. Meanwhile, the person that runs the archives is another Biden sycophant slash Obama sycophant who, you know, is is just as dirty as Lois Lerner was with the IRS. So, well, yeah, yeah. How many, how many, you know, like, do you hire an attorney to clean out your closet? Uh, unless I know something's bad and I shouldn't have done something, yeah, <laughs> I'd hire an attorney, but I don't. I clean well, my exactly. own closet. And that's, and that's yeah. exactly what happened here. They knew that they were going to find things that were troublesome. So that's the first so part. So they of hired this. an attorney. Right. The Democrat, the DNC's attorneys yep. went over there. And so they can claim attorney-client privilege so they don't have to say what they found or how many of what they found they found. Mm. Uh, and whatever. You know, look, it's the game that they play here in D.C. Right. So the narrative is being spun. And it was good for the it was it was good for President Trump. So it's gotta be good yeah. for President Biden. Where's you know, the FBI raid? I know exactly. You're not gonna see any raids or anything like that because they're cooperating with their attorneys. No, they want to protect it. And you know what? I don't think any level of unless these attorneys correct me if I'm wrong, Alpha, these attorneys have classified rating so they can see these documents. That's not how that works. Okay, thank you. So <laughs> that's that's not how any of this works. All right. So guess what? They have no need to know. So here's here's my here's my rebuttal to anyone that would say, well, they have their attorneys and they're getting they're getting along and helping uh, make sure that this is taken care of and swept under the rug. I mean, everything's okay. Well, guess what? There's going to be calls for impeachment for President Biden, and. Uh, we're going to see a lot of uh, upcry throughout the land that it's time to hold everyone accountable who did something wrong because people are waking up, in my opinion. And also, let's remember to compare apples to apples. 
and oranges to oranges when it comes to who can declassify and who can't. President Trump can declassify anything he darn wanted while he was in office, and he did. Cash Patel, who was the attorney for... He was the DNI. DNI, thank you. He de- he he was instructed to declassify all that stuff. And we're still waiting for it to come out, but that's another story. Biden was the vice president at the time when these documents were taken from skiffs. That doesn't equal... Because he can't retrospectively go back now and declassify that stuff. doesn't work that's that correct. way. That's correct. So... It's not apples and apples. It's apples right. and oranges. Well, orange I'm, man. Apples and orange man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I got to tell you, I I think people are just sick and tired of the double standard from one to the other. Well, I think that there are people out there that love the double standard. If it weren't for double standards, they wouldn't have any. Okay. Right? But I think there's but, more people that have standards that, you know, yeah. that are trying to say enough's enough. And the outcry is going out, and there will be an investigation that the House does uh, does commence on, and we'll see what happens. But I, I yeah. again, if it was you or me, my friend, oh, we'd uh, be in jail. We'd already. be in jail. There's no ifs ands or buts. They, they, the FBI would raid my house, and that would be the end of it. And I, oh yeah, and just so everyone out, there, I have no idea what top secret's all about. I've never been around it. No, um, I deal with HIPAA, and I already signed my agreements, and I don't, I don't talk about medical records. So there you go. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. It's crazy. Unbelievable. So you know, look, we're going to have to keep an eye on it for sure. I mean, it's going to be all the rage, and everybody's talking about it. We said it in the last episode. They were, I think, they were looking for a way to push Biden off to the side. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. You've got some idiots sitting there saying the Republicans set him up. And it's the same idiot that said that Guam was going to tip over. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's craziness. And, and and everybody can understand, you know, politics and what politics are now. It's just, it's terrible. So let's move on to the next block. Sure. This is all yours, my friend. Oh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so. The Second Amendment, to me, is as sacred as the first. Without the second, you don't have the first. So over many, many years, the Democrats or liberals have been bending the Constitution uh, quite a bit, and they've been greatly carried away uh, with regulation, enforcement, uh, arbitrary rules, etc., of surrounding firearms. Uh, recent court case, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin, uh, basically said that people have the fundamental right to keep and bear arms, and it has to go back to history and tradition of 1791. You know, uh, what was the history? Who could carry guns in 1791? What was it limited to? No limits. It did. You didn't. There, there was no. No limits, okay? That's that's how this country was founded, right? Yeah. So the history and tradition test is now applied to Second Amendment cases. So recently, last week, I think it was Thursday, maybe Friday, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker, that, uh, that uh, fine gentleman from Illinois. You mean communist uh, thug. Oh, he's terrible. Terrible. Totalitarian Marxist. He's a totalitarian Marxist is what he is. So let's put it into context. The Supreme Court has already come out and said you can't ban magazines, you can't ban assault rifles, you can't ban any of this stuff because of history and tradition. Hmm. Period. Every assault weapons ban has been shot down. Every magazine ban's been shot down. Even California's. New York is gonna the Safe Act is gonna fall. It's all been challenged, and all we're winning on a scale that hasn't been seen before because we figured out the formula on how to fight these people. Mm. And these folks that, that keep throwing up these laws are totalitarian fascists. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to have guns. That's right. So Illinois signed a Protect Illinois Community Act of 2023. <sighs> 
they're calling it their their landmark piece of legislation, J.B. Pritzker. They're all, you know, patting themselves on the back for essentially any firearm that can hold over 16 rounds in a handgun is now a problem. You can't sell the magazines. No high-capacity magazines. Uh, certain guns can't hold over five rounds. A firearm that has following characteristics and capable of accepting an ammunition feeding device you know they they corrected all their 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 mistakes, so they threw it all in here. It's very much like California, very much like New York, and all the doubling down. This is a double, triple, quadruple down. Not stupidity. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they banned things as inane as Ruger ten twenty twos. All right, it's twenty two caliber semi automatic rifle that everybody has one or two because mm-hmm. they're a lot of fun to shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they their goal is universal registration in the next hundred and eighty days of all firearms in the state of Illinois, because that's going to reduce crime. Since when do criminals even stop and think about, oh, am I following this law? I should register my gun before I go shoot this gangbanger. You know, is there gangbanging? Or why don't we, why don't we just take this uh, pistol that I'm not allowed to have because I'm a felon to begin with, and we'll throw an auto trip in here we bought from China on the back of this fake Glock that we bought through the mail, and we're going to go shoot up a restaurant full of people now. Jeez. Okay. Do you think that these people, do you think that any law is going to stop the criminal? The answer is no. Nope. Time and time and time and time again, wherever gun control has been tried to an extreme level, it fails. Right? Yep. So we haven't learned anything. Well, this we've learned that, something. They haven't. Well, they have not learned. And look, I I might be in favor of guns. I am no fan of gun violence of any kind. Right. Let's be clear. Although I we think have a I have a problem. I think just as a just as a side note, I think the the reason that we're seeing this this gun you know, to take it out of the hands of gun-abiding citizens, again, for control. But I don't uh, know, yes. I don't know if, well, I wanted to ask you, President Trump had a bump stock law that was reversed also recently, is that correct? Correct, yeah, that's correct. What was that about in terms of bump well, stocks? Well, do you remember, do you remember that the, the, the mass shooting, uh, the largest mass shooting in the history of the United States that nobody's talking about anymore? Uh, in Las Vegas, Las at the Vegas, music. yeah, the country yeah. music. Yep, yeah. uh, the guy was in a hotel room, elevated position. He had an AR-15 with what's called a bump stock. The mm-hmm. recoil slides back and makes your finger hit the trigger, and it turns it basically into a machine gun. Oh wow! And President Trump, in a very knee-jerk reaction, said, "Okay, that's it with those things. Mm-hmm. Okay, done. All right. Okay, I get it. I don't like it. It was what it was. Doesn't affect me." Uh, kind of thing and it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 all it's it's all a slippery slope when you start uh, banning things right mm-hmm. so they overturned it the atf has been losing court cases left and right mm-hmm. um they're really getting defanged because of this new york state rifle and pistol association versus bruin case we we fought it right uh and clarence thomas wrote the opinion on it mm-hmm. so we hit it just right the timing couldn't have been better but, you know, listen, gun control has been the dog whistle for the left for decades and decades and decades, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just crazy. Well, here's and, and something he, else real quick. Just I, I, I wanted to answer the question that you raised was the fact that these all, all the Democrat states, New York has done it. They've gotten shot down. California's done it. They got shot down. Illinois has done it. But what happens in the meantime? How long does it take? For a, a law to get overturned? Well, a federal court judge or circuit court judge or a district court judge, um, they can throw either a temporary or permanent injunction okay. on it. Until it goes, works its way up until the Supreme Court, right, which Correct. takes years. So, If it has to, yeah. So what, what the Democrats are hoping to do is get these people on lists, get these names already done, because people, we've already de- demonstrated this with the vaccine, where people want to conform and they don't want to be turning the apple cart over or anything like that. And they'll run out and they'll get their names. And I think they're going to be good people until the government comes after them for their guns. So, you know, 
think about it before you start thinking that you're doing the right thing is actually not the best thing in the world to do. Yeah, we don't like lists. Yeah. Lists are bad. That's when people start dying. Mm-hmm. You know, look, I live in, I live here in Maryland, and, and recently um, you had the governor who, you know, he, he did one thing, right? He told the state police that they have to drop the uh, uh, good and proper cause for wanting a concealed weapons permit. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to have a reason to exercise your constitutional rights. Right. If they want to go through and give you a permit and do a criminal background check, it's still too much. Mm. However, that's another fight for another day, right? Mm -hmm. So where I live in Montgomery County, Maryland, the Mm -hmm. liberal crap hole of the universe... They came out, the county legislature, county council came out and said, we're going to declare the entire surface of Montgomery County a sensitive place so you can't carry a handgun there. Okay, so great, awesome. And the state legislature is going to pick up the same pattern, and they're going to do the same thing. So apparently your constitutional rights stop at your threshold. Of Over your house, house right? right? That's right. Jeez. There have been a half a dozen rulings about sensitive places in federal uh, federal district courts granting permanent injunctions to these. So these legislatures, these legislators, they know this is bull. They know it's bull. We know okay? it's bull. When somebody knows something is bull and they do it anyways, what does that make them? Dumb? <laughs> Tyrant. Tyrants, that's right. They're tyrants. Yep. When you know that you can't do it, but you do it anyways just to oppress people's rights because the Supreme Court has declared your Second Amendment right a fundamental right. Mm. It is a, a, a non-negotiable constitutional guaranteed right. Mm. Period. Next thing up on, on, on the plate is felons, uh, nonviolent felons are going to get their gun rights back at some point. Mm. Could happen. So anyhow, the criminals don't care, right? Mm. It, the law has never been an impediment to a criminal. Right. This is only to prevent the law abiding from, from defending themselves. And I think, I think it would be best described by uh, Congressman Roy to Nadler from at, at a uh, a clip we have and want to share. With oh yeah, yeah. Roll that footage. All That's right. fantastic. Stand by. Use semi-automatic weapons for. I use semi-automatic automatic weapons to kill hogs. I use semi-automatic weapons uh, for sport and shooting on our property. But I also have semi-automatic weapons. And I'm getting to the point. Thank you. Because a semi-automatic weapon is a weapon that you can use for self-defense. It is a semi-automatic weapon that you can use to defend yourself against home invaders, but also, let's be clear, against tyranny. The gentlelady is talking about the Second Amendment in the context of hunting, as if my rights are reduced in the Constitution to a 410 or a single shot or lever action 22, as if that was what was expressly put forth as how we're supposed to be defending ourselves. Can you yield again? And I, yeah, let me go and finish my time, sir, unless we want to add more time. Very, very quickly, please. But I need more time. Will the, gentle, will the gentleman give me another 30 seconds? Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll yield. Um, you, you, you said that um, you could use a semi-automatic weapon to, uh, to fight tyranny. You mean you'd use it against American troops? The very exact, take my time, the very existence of the Second Amendment is designed purposefully to empower the people to be able to resist the force of tyranny used against them to step over their natural rights given to them by God. That is why the Second Amendment exists. Couldn't have said it better That's myself. It. <laughs> That's it. So I'm going to leave everybody with the with the four pillars of what what would be called a protected place. All right. Here's the four pillars that go back in history and tradition where they can limit the carry of firearms by civilians, right? Mm-hmm. Courthouses. Council or government chambers. Back in the day, it was men's schools because when the young men got into disagreements, they would go take their dueling pistols and go out to the soccer field and shoot each other in the face. Mm. Okay? And polling places. That's it. The four pillars 
of where it can be classified as a sensitive place. Mm. That's it. So you Everything could technically else, wear, wear, you know, bring a gun on an airplane, according to this? Uh, that's a whole different ball of yarn. Mm-hmm. However, that's a different thing. I'm mm-hmm. talking about in public. Oh, public. In the general public. So okay. were these states decided to make everywhere a place you couldn't carry, which means you, you essentially can't bring it outside your door. Right. Uh, that that's going to get overturned too sweet. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So people that know that they're doing something that's going to be overturned anyways because they're overstepping their responsibility. However, they don't just say, you know, we can't do this. Let's just stop doing it. They mm-hmm. keep doing it. What does that make them? Tyrants. It makes them tyrants. Yep. That's all I've got. All right. Well, with that being said... What a what a what a bunch of um, nonsense when it comes to gun rights. But I got to tell you, though, I think we are now reaching that precipice of destruction. People are getting sick and tired of this stuff. We are starting to see some positive things happening with the House of Representatives, along with you know attention being paid to what's important, and that's this country. So. I can't wait to see what happens next. And we'll make sure to bring it to you here on the Signal 50 podcast because we're two lifelong friends that love to talk about current events. Want to remind everyone to follow us, share this podcast, please. Get it out there so other people can hear it. We're two lifelong friends that just want to get the word out. Right, my friend? Absolutely. Everybody, thank you very much for joining us again for the Signal 50 podcast. We'll come to you next week, probably on Sunday, with another episode. Uh, For now, we'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7-365 out there in the world. And for our police, fire, and EMS that work with us every day out on the streets, we really appreciate you. Stay safe and uh, keep warm. It's getting cold out there. That's right. So we'll see you next time. It won't be too long from now. Take care.